you was good once upon a time, but now you find yourself the oldest guy in the cruiserweight division. Booker, you could never do on your best day what I do my worst. You were never the performer I am right now. You know this. I haven't lost a step. I'm as crafty as ever. But, but you got to agree with me. Your best day is probably up behind you, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely what, not. What are you, 39, 40? 37. And I just got smarter each and every day. And I've worked at being smarter. It doesn't come natural. I had to work at it. You know how old I was when I won my first title? How old? I was 27 years old. Okay. And Congratulations. 30, in 35 championships uh, after that, you know, I'm, I'm a Hall of Famer. One day, perhaps, you know, reach that that goal of making Thank it you, that sir. far. But the thing is, you're not going to make it by going out there crying and begging for someone to lay down for you. I've never once asked someone to lay down for me in 23 years of in-ring mm. competition. I went out there and I did it the, the, the hard way. You, you didn't think that was sincere for a second, did you? Man with a Plan series premieres CBS Monday. Episode 48, the 2016 WWE Hell in the Cell event. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at JohnnyJonny underscore Tango. I'm here with the leader of the new Nexus, Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. And I'm also here with the leader of the core, our our friend, our guest of the show, Tony Nearson. Tony, I don't think you have a Twitter, so uh, sorry. But also, we have the Full Nelson Press. You can follow them on Twitter at TFNP. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing great. If if it's the Nexus versus the Core, we all know who had the better faction. No. Nope. Yep. It's so easy. Ezekiel Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Tony, how you doing? I'm doing good. And I do have a Twitter. I just don't use it. So I'll just support Full Nelson Press. There we go. That's the spirit. Oh, look at that. What a buddy. So, uh, well, we have Tony on here because we're going to start with the uh, Hell in a Cell event, uh, the entire pay-per-view from beginning to the end. And then after that, we're going to talk about uh, a live event we did here in our town of Dubuque. Just kind of talk about that. And that's going to be the show. Let's start right off into the kickoff show. The uh, Hell in a Cell started on October 30th, the eve of Halloween Eve. The kickoff show had Sid Cara, Lindsay Dorado, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak, Ariane Davari, and Tony Nese, which was a fun match. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the way I look at it, and, uh, oh, they were cool matches, and it was awesome. These guys have no story, though. No. Like, I don't know who to really, like, sit there and be like, oh, my God, you know what? Like, these are, like, my favorite. Like, give some of these guys a story. Right. Like, I don't know about you, too, but my one thing, give Drew Gulak some goddamn knee pads. I love those leg knuckles. I love them. Oh, Jesus, just walking around, like, cover your knees up if you're going to be in public. Tony, what did you see in this match that sort of you were like, all right, that was cool, or "Ah, that was super stupid? Well, what I saw of it was a whole bunch of nothing because I did miss the kickoff show. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) And he pulls out of the gates. I believe out here in Cheryl, we were handing out Halloween candy that night, so I was torn between that. (laughs) 
when the when the kickoff show started, I just turned my front porch light off. Fuck that. The first kid that came to my door, I would open up like the Kit Kats and be like, "Yep, go tell your parents don't come here." <laughs> and they just shut the door and hand them an open Kit Kat, and they'd be like, "Mom, it's already half eaten." <laughs> Take one or else. <laughs> He'll sleep really good tonight. Okay, bye. <laughs> Uh, there were some good spots in this match. That awesome triple suicide die that they did, I yep. really liked that. That was cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. They announced that new show, the 205 or something like that, where it's going to be like a weekly CWC-themed kind of thing where it's only cruiserweights. Sounds like they're going to be bringing in like Ho-Ho Loon and a bunch of people from the tournament, which is exciting, but I think it's because they're not getting any draws on on, uh, on Raw, and it's because you're doing like two CWC matches, but only one storyline at a time, so of course no one cares yeah i am gonna dig that show i think that show is gonna be sweet yeah it's gonna be exciting but it's also it's a lot man i mean to watch raw smackdown <laughs> nxt the cwc and let's hope to god there's not a pay-per-view that week people aren't listening to our show they're fizzy watching wrestling i mean i would i'm gonna be like laughing my ass off when all of a sudden they're actually gonna have a women's wrestling channel on the network because you're right. gonna be sitting there and you're gonna be like well they might as well do this now and then i'm gonna be like oh my god i'm up to 23 hours of fucking wrestling a day every friday night okay so who won this match uh tony niece lost uh cedric alexander <laughs> pinned tony niece good for them so that means sin cara lince dorado and cedric alexander gets the win that's the only match from the kickoff show what i don't get is you're seeing a guy like tony niece and all these cruiserweight matches why isn't neville in these oh i heard about that they're not gonna bring him into the cwc they're gonna keep him out of it they're gonna keep him in the raw roster uh i don't know if to do what so we can continue to do nothing i guess there yeah exactly and face like bo dallas another great contender probably for the cwc no bo dallas is bubble gut he's just getting chunky it. little lose some weight pete give him give, uh, you know you tell him he's trying to stay out of the cruiserweight weight classes <laughs> yeah as soon as they announced that cwc he just started like chucking down donuts like i really don't want that <laughs> Bo, listen we got a great chick for you oh yeah what is that you're gonna be in the cwc uh-uh i'm eating burgers what Calling the colonel. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's seeing his bigger brother getting main event matches, and he's like, you know Absolutely. what? I think I need a Bray Wyatt myself. Yeah, I mean, geez, like, he's fat, but, like, he's cool. Right. Whatever. <laughs> Let's start the actual pay-per-view, and whoa! The first match of the night is an actual Hell in a Cell match. It's the U.S. title. The champion, Roman Reigns, is taking on Mr. Machka, the Bulgarian brute, Rusev. Yuck. What? This was yep. an all right match. I like this match. Shut up. No, hey, it wasn't. Hey, let's let Tony. Tony, what did you think of this match? It was enjoyable. It was a it was a cell match. They tried <laughs> to throw some of those aspects in, like, you know, the stairs and try to make it kind of badass, but I don't know if they succeeded. The stairs were definitely the MVP of this match. It should have been a stairs <laughs> match. It was so stupid. Stupid. Let's put a kennel over the cage and be like, all right, Roman, here's what we're going to have you do. We're going to have you just throw him into the cage. Okay? Just do that. Okay. Well, um, hey, guys, I also got a great idea. I'm going to pull a table out, but I'm going to set it on the side. But we're not oh, even going to touch it. The crowd went bananas for that table. They Come wanted on. it. And then they never addressed it again. And that's what the table, they just couldn't let the table go. <laughs> so me and my buddy had this running joke throughout Hell in a Cell, just like thinking Roman Reigns is the guy in the back walking around saying like, guys, did you see how vicious my Hell in a Cell match was? <laughs> I'm surprised we're still walking. Look at, look at Rusev's arm. He's got a little scratch there. I got blood on me from it. It was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> 
he's the guy backstage. Hey, I've taken that steel cage home with me as, as a way to remember this night. It's so bad. Wouldn't it have been awesome, though, is if as soon as this match was finished, that one of, like, the wires broke, and then they were forced to make every match for the rest of the night a Hell in the Cell match? The worst spot was that Samoan drop on the steel steps. Because he, like, oh, my God, it was so gently set down on the top of the steps. I'm surprised Rusev can walk. Like, right. oh, it was so bad. I'm sorry. I hated this match. I'll hate it. At that point, the USA chants were louder than the Let's Go Roman chants. Like, no one yeah. cared. And, I mean, like, in high school, did you know some people chant USA for you suck ass? What? Yeah. <laughs> you went to a fucked up high school, man. We were very patriotic. It was written in a letter saying, like, you cannot do USA chants because apparently they're like, hey, you're saying you suck ass. What? What? If it's America, we suck ass. You can suck it. I don't, I don't suck ass. Roman's sitting back there going, yo, guys, they're chanting USA. That means they're cheering for me, right? No, you idiot. By the way, my butt hurts. I think they just treat Roman like they do Rocky. Like, Rocky's like, yo, I, I had a pretty good match. <laughs> you know, yeah. You did, Roman. Go take your vitamins. And yeah, dude. <laughs> Okay, also, let's talk about this. That fear was the move that won. He brutally speared him off two steps into the ground. And they're like, oh my god, Rusev speared off the steps. Bogard! Bogard! The powerbomb is worse than that. And then Roman Reigns is like going like, god, I, I am so happy I invented the spear because nobody can do what I do out there. I'm so good. <laughs> Someone on the, the squared circle Reddit wrote, why is Roman's uh, finisher a spear and it, the the punchline was because it's a force push <laughs> <laughs> all right any other final thoughts before we move on to dana brooke and bailey wait that was a match that was an actual match they built <laughs> a pretty good uh story to this match with bailey's arm hurting and dana brooke wanting to do an arm wrestling match like every other wrestler does every six months like <laughs> this was this was a dumb match yeah i don't have anything to say i'm sorry again it, it, it happened <laughs> After Dana does some kind of submission move in the corner, Dana does a backflip but accidentally steps on her own hair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the next match. Her versus Harriet. Buzz it off. That'd be hilarious if she oh. had to shave her hair. Oh, my God. If they put a hair versus hair match with Bailey and, and Dana Brooke. Yeah, I'd dig it. Bailey wins, though, with a very fast, unmomentous Bailey to belly, which I just I don't like the move. It's just not a good finishing move. No, because she's not strong enough. And I even said that, like, even in NXT, I'm like, God, her finisher sucks. Yeah. And if that's the case, then Big E's, who does it a monstrous belly to belly, that should be his finisher as well. Yeah. Like, Big E's yeah. sitting there going, like, how are people getting up from her belly to belly? Like, he's actually tossing them over and halfway across the ring. And no one could complain because, like, it's because, like, male and female, because Big E's got bigger boobs than almost everybody on the female <laughs> roster, so. That is true. That is true. Alright, next match, Enzo and Big Cass versus The Club. This match, I really enjoyed this match. It was very fast-paced, there was some great tag team moves, not a lot of things got screwed up here, and I didn't mind the finish. It was very enjoyable. I mean, anytime, well, all four of those guys are just enjoyable to watch no matter what. All right, so I'm going to have to bring us back down. Are you guys kidding me? What? What are they doing with the Bullet Club? They were like the hottest tag team to be brought into the WWE, and they are just getting like... Pete, I don't, I don't know how to make you happy here. They oh, well, win clean. Happy on this they one. win clean against Enzo and Cass. But it's like, what is what good's it doing? They should be, they should have had the title. They should have knocked the New Day out, or they need to give them an actual real rivalry with the New Day. And don't be stupid and goofy 
and just seriously go at them, like jump them during matches. Do something with the Bullet Club. Yes, you won. Good for you. But come on. They may be moving towards that, you know, with WrestleMania coming and they just have to stretch it out like fucking taffy like they have to do with everything else and make it stale. I am so burnt out of the bootios. I'm, I'm, I'm so burnt out of New Day. I can't do it anymore. I, I, I was a fan of them when they were like actually like creative. Now it's just old and annoying and like driven into our heads like to the point it's just like blech. Whatever. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, I, I really thought it was impressive. I finally got to see Big Cass and Gallows in a match for a little bit together and uh, I gotta say Enzo actually I think picked it up this time. I He's kind of worried because I feel like he's just like a like a one trick pony show, and then he also does a really good promo. But he's actually he's he's improving. Absolutely, Pete. So you think next he should be taking on the New Day? That should be his next opponents now. I I don't see what else you do with the Bullet Club. Like I mean, there's this whole Sheamus and Cesaro storyline. That's who so- I think they should take on next and just destroy them, and then I think that could catapult them to number one contendership against the New Day again. And then Sheamus and Cesaro break up. Finally! And then send one of them to SmackDown because neither of them are happy with what they're doing. Hell, send them both to SmackDown. I think they're drowning on the red brand. Everyone is, except for like four people. (laughs) Like, (laughs) the red brand is struggling so bad right Uh, now. Yeah, I know. If it it isn't for Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Chris Jericho, like, what would you be watching it for? Exactly. Moving on! Moving on. All right. Next is our second Hell in a Cell match. This is for the WWE Masters of the Universe Championship. This is the champion Kevin Owens taking on Seth Rollins. The match starts off, the bell rings, and just like WWE 2K17 Online, Kevin Owens dips out of the ring and gets a weapon. But uh, Seth Rollins just puts a kibosh on that. Yeah, this match was sweet. This was a good match. It was fun. I really liked it. Tony? Yes. Very enjoyable. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The man of many words. Hey, I've got a voice for podcasts and, you know, just completely full of emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like, where instances where Rusev is hitting Roman Reigns in his protective chest gear with a kendo stick. Yeah. I'm like, this is stupid. Where Kevin Owens is your champion and he takes probably the worst bump of the night. I mean, like, that shows me, like, Kevin Owens is just, he loves wrestling. Like, and he's like, I'll do whatever. Like, him and Sami Zayn had so many awesome matches like that, you know? Yeah, he's actually putting it on the line opposed to, like, Roman's D'Lo Brown chest gear. I always hated D'Lo, so maybe that, that some of that's seeping into Roman. He just needs to change that up. Do you think Roman is sitting back there and he's walking around going like, hey guys, you're looking at the real deal now. Roman, not do that. That's D-Lo Brown. I don't know who that is. So He tries to do the, the head bob and stuff, but then his hair pokes him in the eye. And... If he starts doing the sky high. You see him uh, in the backstage and everyone's quiet after that big bump where uh, Kevin Owens goes through the both tables. Then you just hear the back low and, hey, I went off some steps. Yeah. <laughs> that spear, though, am I right? I have a mark on my forearm and it really stings. Can I get the Band-Aid ever? And Rusev's, like, sitting there going, God, you're such a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, this match was sweet. You knew Jericho was going to get involved, but the way they did it was so good. Like, how he accidentally sprayed the ref in the face. 
I liked how fast-paced that moment was because if it gets drawn out, you kind of are like, well, when's Jericho coming in? But they executed it, and then Jericho, as if on point, just runs right in. Jericho's finest opponent of the night was the padlock, though, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah, (laughs) he struggled. Yeah, like he just got frustrated and just tossed it to the ref like, you do it. This, this one is, wasn't really like a Kevin Owens show. This was more like Seth's back show. First, he like he peels the, that uh, tape off of Rollins' oh. back. But, okay, let's be honest here. Isn't that stuff supposed to be like easy, painless peel-off kind of? Like, isn't that how oh. they advertise it? It depends on how long it's on your body. I think it also, I've heard that that stuff can do damage to your body if applied wrong. So I was just watching him tear it off and thinking like, ah, that's just not good. When I had my separated shoulder, I used to have to wear that stuff. And if I took it off in a day, it didn't matter. But if I, like, let it sit there, it, like, becomes a part of you and, like, <laughs> rips it, like, you know, you see, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a chunk of skin gone. That's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, that stuff there, like, Rollins is just like, oh, no, not the tape. I can't even walk anymore. It's almost as brutal as Roman Reigns' spear off a step. And then you hear Roman background. <laughs> yes! He's talking about me! So, yeah, Jericho gets into this match, uh, but immediately eats, like, a pedigree. Um, and then we get to see his ass crack as Rollins throws him into the uh, power bombs him into the cell. Yeah. Owens, like, sandbags Rollins of that power bomb when he, like, falls back and has to, like, lift himself back up for them to throw him over the top ropes. That was kind of like a heated moment. I didn't know if they were actually going to be able to pull it off or not. That's when you saw how freaking strong Rollins is. Because he did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> and then took that, like, lard and chucked him over the top rope. Like, it's just like, oh, my God, Rollins, you are pretty strong. Yeah, this, this just turns into a handicapped chair match because uh, Owens and Jericho just beat the shit out of uh, Rollins. He pins him for the one, two, three. That's it. Jericho gets another code breaker on Rollins, and that's the end. And thank God this wasn't the main event because that would have just sucked to be the finisher of this. I'm really glad they thought that through. Next match is the CWC Championship match. The champion, TJ Perkins, versus the man with the plan, the Brian Kendrick. Wow! (laughs) I told you he's had a plan forever. Whatever. And this isn't even the Matt LeBlanc CBS show coming soon to your networks. This is Brian Kendrick, man with a plan. Can we talk about the terrible dialogue when he was like, Listen, TJ, like, if I lose, I'm not going to win. And I'm like, oh my god, Brian, did you look at the writers and say like this is gonna look stupid right no 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 no, brian you gotta sell it right if you sell it right everyone's gonna be like well he's the man with the plan so did anyone see when we put the bray wyatt promo oh no (laughs) jeez reigns is like i have a plan shut up reigns and get out of the room you're already done you know but like these two they it's a good it's a good story it's done really cheesily but like the story makes sense the first moment that perkins pins kedrick and, and kedrick kicks out of it and his face is just like Dude, I thought we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> we had an agreement. Yeah. The worst part of this was when uh, they try to tape Perkins' uh, hand to the ropes, <laughs> and he just has to hold on to the rope while the tape just dangles there. Yeah. Oh, man, that was bad. Yeah. I don't know. The knee hug of death. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we go over this whole thing about how Brian Kendrick has taught Perkins everything he knows. So here's Kendrick's plan. This entire time that he's been training Perkins, the one thing he hasn't taught him is how to play possum. And he finally (laughs) executes it tonight of all nights at Hell in the Cell, giving him the edge to put him into the headlock and make it Perkins tap. We have our second CWC champion, or I guess our cruiserweight champion now, is the man with the plan, Brian Kendrick. Did you see the way he taped him to the ropes? He earned (laughs) it. 
That was so bad. I think the only thing that would have made this moment even better is if Daniel Bryan came running down the ramp to hug Brian Kendrick at that moment. He used his tears to soften the tape to rip it. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Michael Cole's like, he taped his hand to the rope. He taped his hand to the rope. Like, <laughs> trying to sell it. And he's like, God, he's not even he's not even taped to the rope. They should have just ignored it. Yeah, they yeah. should have just concentrated with the camera work on the man with the plan, but nope, not the case. Well, I mean... He, he had a plan. <laughs> Shut up, Pete. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Tag team title match. It is the champions, the New Day, which I think it was Biggie and Xavier Woods taking on Cesaro and Sheamus. I didn't mind this match, and I was really worried that Cesaro and Sheamus were going to win the titles. Definitely seemed like kind of a waste of a title. I mean, they're both good, but kind of a waste of a title reign. Yeah, especially with all these existing tag teams already out there. Exactly. Yeah, I was fine with it, but the no DQ thing, like... That- that's why I wasn't invested into this match. Like, it was just, like, thrown together. Yeah. For how much I loved it, I took a great nap in the middle of this match. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this match is so good. I woke up to the main event. So I was like, wow. And then I went and read on my phone. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I didn't miss anything. Well, what'd you think of it, Tony, then? Because you watched it, right? Bite me, Brandon. I, I tried my best. You did not. I was probably due for a nap, but I did not take a nap. Hey, you're making me look bad on my show. Really? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Well, Pete, you should have been the man with the plan instead of the man with the nap. So. Uh, I had a plan. I had a plan. My plan was to take a nap during that snore fest. He's the face that naps around the place. Rest up and rest your wrist for Sasha. Yeah. You know what? You guys talk. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> but wait, we're going to talk about the main event now, so you may want to stay for this. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> The WWE Raw's Women's Championship, the champion Sasha Banks versus the nature girl Charlotte Flair. Hey, hey, Pete. What? Why don't women ever come out with wet hair? Why is that only like a Roman thing? Because Roman takes it all. <laughs> Every girl in the back's like, I want to slick my hair just a little bit. Roman's like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. This is mine. Gimmick infringement. You know what? I, you're looking at the real deal now. Shut up, Roman. You are not D'Lo Brown. All right, whatever. Like, I guess all these people stole all my gimmicks, you know? Like, do you smell what I'm cooking? What? Why Why would they... The stretcher thing. That was stupid. So poorly done. My God, that was agonizing. It was 20 minutes or 17 Baron Corbin promos, if you want to count it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I woke up for this? Like, the powerbomb was sweet. Then why wouldn't Charlotte just keep beating her? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they fit, just keep uh, going. Here's why. Because uh, a referee, Rob Zapata, turns this into a triple threat because he, like, inserts himself in the match by having this shouting match with Charlotte. It was yeah. awesome. And I'm pretty oh. sure as Cole or, like, all of the commentators probably said a million times, the match hasn't started yet. The match hasn't started yet. They kept saying that, and I'm like, please do not call this off. Please do not hype this as the first women's Hell in the Cell match, and then we don't even get the match. Yeah, but the whole 10-minute-long limp across around the ring then the collapse then the stretcher yeah why not keep the cage up halfway so they could easily slide back in instead of having to like just go around the whole thing yeah it was just a snore fest it was so poorly done and by the way though that power bomb through the table was still a bigger bump than anything that happened in that first <laughs> hell in a cell match when they first started climbing the cage i thought they were going to jump off like ambrose and seth did two years ago but yeah, yeah. that power bomb was awesome yeah. yeah the highlight to that downtime 
time, though, was them trying to put a brace on Sasha Banks, and then they have to try taking it off because they realize they wrap cables around, and one of the guys, the medics, just tries yanking the cables out of her neck brace, and it's like swinging her around and throwing her around. It was hysterical. That's when you realize they're not real doctors. <laughs> Like, he's sitting there, and you know there's, like, a doctor somewhere that is interested in wrestling, and he's watching it, and he goes, This is ridiculous! They're gonna break her neck doing that if this is real! (laughs) They're, like, picking her head up, and they're like, Sasha? And they're, like, turning her head, and her body still staying still. Like, look over here. Here, hold on. We're trying to... Stupid neck brace won't go on your head. (laughs) And you know, Sasha's like, if this was a real freaking neck injury, I'd be dead. What are you guys doing? (laughs) You know, Vince is backstage going, aren't we wireless? Isn't all this fucking shit wireless? What is that? Wait a second. Roman, get out there. I'm here. I'm so good at everything I do. What do you need? (laughs) Roman, we need you to go hold her neck. Wait a second. You can't see me. No, Roman, that's not your catchphrase. Okay. <laughs> he just turns and walks out. JoJo starts announcing this isn't going to be a match anymore, and it's, they do a weird, like, it's no longer a match, so I guess now Charlotte is champion? Like, they just make these rules up. But Banks is like, no. Decides to just completely McFoley this thing, and get, gets off the stretcher, gets into the ring, and now after about 45 minutes, the bell has officially rung. <laughs> and here's where things went wrong. One, Sasha's too light to be thrown through tables also she shouldn't be running away scared from sasha she just beat the shit out of her yeah two uh charlotte's lame attempt to fall off the apron onto a table that's on her like she just was like oh no trust fall and the table <laughs> didn't hold her I don't have to commit yeah I was like, just jump on the damn table and you know sasha's like sitting there going oh that didn't work like charlotte <laughs> did you think you were just gonna fall on that table and it was just gonna stay up no it was not Charlotte doesn't have a butt, by the way. That, is that, anyone talking about this? You are, apparently. <laughs> would, you, would you do some squats? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Under, workout routine, Pete. I would, well, I mean, everyone knows. Like, leg, all, day. Lady, leg day. Leg day every day. Oh, I have a great butt. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Didn't Charlotte get thrown through chairs? Uh, yeah, she did get thrown through chairs, and then somehow Sasha Banks got the weirdest wedgie for the rest <laughs> of the match. Well, uh, Charlotte just, every time, it's like she just was like, I'm going to wedgie you every move, every throw. Yeah, I mean, and I was cool with it. <laughs> I bet. No part of me was mad at that side cheek. So at the end, they're trying to do this big finish where you could tell they were trying to throw Sasha through the table, but it wouldn't break. I am the table. (laughs) And then then they do the bow down to the queen move like, oh, that's it. I didn't mind that second throw and then she falls and does her finishing move. I like that. But yeah, you got to put more of a throw down. If you want to put her through that table, you got to put a little bit more push throwing her down. Yeah. Absolutely. Big surprise here, though. Charlotte wins. This is really weird. So Charlotte is now a three-time women's champion. Sasha is a two-times women's champion. Each time Sasha has won the belt, has only been on Raw. Sasha cannot win nor defend her belt on a pay-per-view yet. Nope, not at all. What do you think, Tony? Yeah. 
Cody left. <laughs> he was like, whatever, I'm done with this. Do you think they're going to push Emma now? Oh, that would be awesome if they did. No, I think it's Nia Jax's turn. No, I don't think so. Not yet. I bet you they... She's not like most girls. <laughs> She's not like most girls. So, anyways, do you think that they would have Dana Brooke be out there with Flair or whatever, and she turns on Flair and then goes and joins Emma when Emma comes back? That's how the rivalry starts. That would be sweet because we need to put Dana Brooke back with Emma. Plus, Emma is so gorgeous. This Emmalina thing she's doing, it's all right. I don't mind it. Oh, my God. I follow her on Instagram. Some of those pictures have to be viewed at night. After my naps. Yep. <laughs> so, Hell in a Cell, the curtains are closing. What is Raw Talk? What is this? Oh, my God. They are just trying to do anything good. SmackDown is, like, killing it. So, they tried Raw Talk, and it was terrible. Because, one, Booker T can't read. <laughs> It was just bad. The only part that was good was Kevin Owens and Jericho. Like, Reigns was sitting there, I went through hell and back. And Booker T even was sitting there going, dude, you have a little freaking Flintstones band-aid on your arm. You did nothing <laughs> useful. Your match sucked. All right, so let's grade Hell in the Cell. I'm going to give it a B minus because I think it delivered at some points, and I wasn't mad when it was over. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll go C+. Plus. Ooh. I'll stand with, with your B minus because there was definitely good high and low points like any pay-per-view, but not as many low points, I guess, as like any pay-per-view. Right. Uh, there were three Helmless Cells, and two of them were at least entertaining. So I'll give them that. Dud of the night, Pete. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Dummy Reigns. Who's like, guys, I'm so Samoan. Shut up, Roman. Just get out of here. Go away. Tony, Dud of the night. Medics. Medics. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with TJ Perkins. You're an idiot. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to let me win. <laughs> Stud of the night, Tony. Uh, I was unprepared at table. <laughs> he was the he was the man. Yeah, like table got the biggest pops throughout the night. Yeah, they really did. MVP. Pete, who's your who's your stud? <laughs> of course, my stud is Kevin Owens for taking the best bump of the night. I was surprised it wasn't Brian Kendrick, but I'll give you Kevin Owens. That's a good one. I gave I gave it to the club. I I thought they were good. It was a clean win. I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with them. All right, good for you. Next segment here is what brand won this month? Was it SmackDown's No Mercy or Raw's Hell in the Cell? I'll go first on this one. Hell in the Cell, I think, outperformed No Mercy. No Mercy had issues with the main event being another Dean Ambrose AJ Styles fest. Becky Lynch couldn't show up last minute, so they had to change that. It just it wasn't very well done so I, i'm gonna give it to hell in the cell uh raw one I, I agree with that hell in the cell is better because and watching no mercy was as you guys have stated like a you know extended weekly show maybe not even better than the weekly show yeah it's definitely um it's definitely gonna be hell in a cell there was just more to it uh no mercy kind of left me going like huh <laughs> right right exactly so guys yeah we got to see wrestling live that was fun right uh you are welcome for your seats <laughs> yeah yeah so we bought some bleacher seats and because there was a stupid halloween party going on at the same time like they planned the parade to start at the same place we were going to see the wrestling event so once we got there it was crazy outside but once you got inside the arena it was empty the place wasn't even half full yeah, yeah they really it, there really wasn't a lot of people there. Which is disheartening, because I bet we don't see WWE come by here again for like another 10 years. But I, yeah, as soon as it intermission, we just got up and walked down and sat with you down by, uh, 
right at the ring because no one was down there. I got a great view of Maurice. Oh, my God. She's so <laughs> gorgeous. That was the first match of the night. Miz with Maurice versus Apollo Crews. Uh, I have to say, man, Miz, he... <sighs> He did great to that in this. He, you could really tell how interactive he is with the crowd. A lot better than Apollo Crews was. Apollo Crews was just there to just have a match. Didn't care about the crowd as much. Didn't do as many pops as he could have. Yeah. Miz is always entertaining. My wife and I saw him a few months ago and just perfect play into the crowd. Apollo Crews just shows off his, his athleticism. And Apollo won, which was okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hype Bros and American Alpha versus the Vod Villains and the Ascension. Connor is huge. Like, I, I did not realize how big that guy was until I got to see him in person. And we were up in the bleachers, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scary guy. Yeah, he's he's gotten bigger since he's gotten on the roster. But, like, not in, like, a more physically fit, bigger. <laughs> okay. All right. You tell him that to face. I actually did, like, three times. <laughs> you heard me yelling. Aiden English still looked as homeless as he did when I saw him on the television. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> uh, this was a low point, though. Baron Corbin versus Jack Swagger. Wow. Even in person, this match was dull as shit. Oh, it's so bad. I oh, took my one, God. Of the, one of the classic Diva match bathroom breaks during this, I believe. Yeah, I did, too. The only thing I got happy about was getting to yell, we the people. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Next, we have a, uh, a handicap match. Becky Lynch and Naomi taking on Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella. This was a really fun match. That was like one of the best ones of the night. Yes, they really knew how to bring the crowd back and forth with that one. It was a lot of fun. I really like Alexa Bliss throwing her fits, Carmella dancing around. Like it felt like they were on television. They they put it all out there. It was awesome. Yeah, it's definitely enjoyable when they put it all in instead of just treating it like another house show and like these people, you know, don't deserve nothing special. I felt the glow. I, I'm sure you did. I felt. I think you felt more <laughs> than the glow. You also took a bathroom break. <laughs> Yeah, I was gone for a little bit, and I was like, whoa, I feel I'm ready for a nap. Next was Kane versus Bray Wyatt. Even in a house show, man, Bray Wyatt can't win. Oh, yeah. no. What the no. hell is that? I don't get it. I, I did, well, no one wants to see that anymore, but it's cool to see Kane, like, up close like that. Yeah. I'm a lifelong Kane fan, and it was really awesome to see him live, but it's he, he's big show status now. Yeah, and, he's right. done. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, we came down to hang out with you, Pete, uh, and we got to see the our first match up there, which was uh, Kaliso versus Tyler Breeze, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to yell at Tyler Breeze, where's Fandango? I don't think he liked that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that match was pretty cool. I enjoyed that one. Like, the whole, it was enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. Uh, next was a actual titles match. It was uh, Heath Slater and Rhino were putting their titles up against the Usos. Oh, my God, what if they would have won? <laughs> right? I was like, I got kids. <laughs> uh, you guys, Pete, you were getting Rhino all riled up. I believe he acknowledged you when you said, Gore my mom. That was not. Not me that was taylor i didn't oh say that's what it was that's yeah. right he yelled you were still it. getting plenty of attention from him yeah because we were the only ones really being interactive like the other yeah. guys who were down by the front were like hey f you like god you're <laughs> making our city look great you doinks yeah that's why they don't come back for seven years yeah you get a bunch of dumb hillbilly rednecks sitting like in the front like you're stupid <laughs> 
be creative with them. Main event was AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose for the title. Uh, I, I think AJ Styles won. I'm pretty sure he won some way or another, but this was another fun one. It was just cool to see AJ Styles live. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was pumped. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it was freaking great. I loved it. And then the swerve at the end. What? Watch out. So the thing ends, and then Pete tries to tussle with the security guard so we can get in there to get a picture of the ring. They would not let him. Yeah. He kept trying to distract one of the guards so, like, Pete could jump over. <laughs> yeah, nothing worked. So Tony, thinking this will help get us over, he'll be like, well, TNA let us go on the ring and get pictures. <laughs> <laughs> TNA doesn't even, they can't afford security guards. <laughs> Probably can't even pay their wrestlers. Yeah. We did almost try our hardest to have the security guard tackle you, but you did not jump the barricade. Yeah, we were kind of using you as our bait so we could get over. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, spear me. That'd be awesome. Well, hey, guys, that's episode 48, the 2016 WWE Hell in a Cell event. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, no, I don't have anything else to add. I just want to leave all my enthusiasm with you guys. Awesome. Yeah, because you brought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, thanks for coming. It was a great time. Thanks for the guest spot. Do you have a send-off you want to say? That's the way she goes, boys. All right, suck a butt. Way she goes. Yeah, I'll bet. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.